0: Welcome to Live the Fuel, where we fuel your health, business, and lifestyle. And now your host, Scott Mulvaney. All right, good day, good evening, ladies and gentlemen. That's right, we're back on another podcast show. Uh, So today, I don't know how to really set this up for you. We are going (laughs) to go to a new badass level. I just have a feeling um, there's a hint. We're going badass. Uh, well, we don't know if it's going to lean more towards the health, the business, or the lifestyle domains. We I mean, we balance all three. You're on with the fuel if you're a newer listener. Uh, and she and I literally have been rapping already for five to ten minutes because I haven't freaking hit record yet. And I just realized <laughs> we're missing all this amazing, hilarious content. She's cracking up in the background, but let me at least give you a quick skinny on our latest new guest co-host. So, little hint: she's the founder of beingbadass.com. dot She has helped (laughs) successful women around the world to lose weight, improve their health, and yes, love their bodies. Uh, There's even men, by the way, that are not just ladies that do not love their bodies. So this is important Mm -hmm. for all uh, sexual lifestyles. So regardless of shape, uh, she's on it, all right? All while running the businesses, families, your lives. That's right, people, you can actually do this. Uh, We've talked about this for almost three years on this show. It's totally doable, she gets it. So without further ado, the founder of beingbadass.com, Betty Jean Bell, welcome to the show.
1: Thank you so much for having me, Scott. I'm so glad to be here. I know, right? Before we And did we just lose like
0: 10 minutes of quality content, I think, right? We
1: did, (laughs) but we can always circle back around. That's what happens when magic is happening.
0: (laughs) so much magic. I just, we've been talking, hold on, let's quick summary up. We literally talked about uh, hair highlights, um, um lip balm that looks like deodorant for stinky lips. Uh, <laughs> podcasting, <That's> <laughs> acoustics, yeah. great microphones, um oh, and and, not- and, and, and my uh my air tubes uh, biohacking uh, headphones and your love of non toxic uh health and beauty products to live a healthier life. Yeah. Um can we end the show now? <laughs>
1: <laughs> they haven't even heard it yet.
0: <laughs> okay. So, I mean, do we want to dig deeper into any of those things that I just threw out there? Since I'm already kind of feeling like you really geek out about healthy products. I just do. I geek out, out
1: about a lot of stuff, just like the whole concept of like making our mental, emotional, and physical health a top priority. Do you super th- nerdy about that?
0: So, besides being nerdy about it, do you think? Well, do you know? Was that because obviously you you've been through a bit of a transformation yourself? Obviously, mm. you you've lived. You have lived the transformation, which helps mm-hmm. you, I, I believe. When I look at people in branding and how they connect with their followers, it's even easier when you know somebody has been through that transformation process. So, Totally. Were you totally geeked out in the beginning about why ingredients matter and what's in our products and what I'm putting into my body? Did you have a clue at all? in the beginning?
1: Not at all. No way. <laughs> oh my God. I was so sick. I got super sick when I was 17 years old, um, with really severe acid reflux. Yeah. And they said I'd never speak again, let alone sing. Uh, so I started, I was an opera singer when I was, uh, I started singing opera. I did I not realize
0: opera. that.
1: Yeah. Okay.
0: <laughs> that's not, this some more rando content. I love it. You were yeah. singing in your teens?
1: Yeah. I was always singing. I always knew that's what I wanted to do with my life. Wow. Uh, I don't know. I was punk rock, super punk rock, but I loved opera and I had started singing at a whoa. very young age.
0: Oh, we got to pause. Hold on. <laughs> All right. How punk rock were you? I got to give you some examples. What were oh, some man. of your, fa- what were you a fan of?
1: Oh my God. Oh, like, well, <laughs> so the clash, I loved those guys. And wow. I also loved Green Day when they weren't yes. famous. Right. So it was like, we're talking 1990. God, 1992. Green okay. Day. What were, what were <laughs> your thoughts?
0: Brown? What were your thoughts around Gwen? Uh, she was awesome when I was growing up. When I thought you're... she was so rad. She's gone really glam now, right? She has, but so
1: have I. So I feel like she's. I'm moving with her. Did,
0: did I just use the word glam? <laughs> yes, her. that's right, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we're glamming. Um, I think I did. I use it in the right context.
1: <laughs> you did. You okay. totally did. That was exactly what she is. Nailed it. <laughs>
0: Okay. So, yes. Yeah, so, now, uh, so uh, obviously, ladies and gentlemen, we're hinting at Gwen Stefani. Because uh, yes. when I first heard her, she was not a solo artist. No. She was in, she a, was in not. a group. Do you know the name?
1: Uh, no doubt. But they were more ska back then. Ska was like Boom. a pretty new thing. So, it was uh, really revolutionary to be coming into the mainstream. Mm-hmm. Right. So, I feel yeah, like, it
0: was, like there were some fun groups that really made that metamorphosis too from be back and forth between like ska rock punk uh the 90s totally. i'm sorry man the 90s were awesome like just so they were
1: cool the melvins were my favorite band of all time Holy did you ever know the Melvins?
0: Crap. i haven't heard that in forever <laughs>
1: I love them. Bill Kroper is like the most amazing drummer. I love him. And they were so for anybody listening who may not know a lot about like the music behind the scenes. But um, Melvin's w- were on Sub Pop and Sub Pop. They were the ones that convinced Sub Pop to sign Nirvana because they wow. all lived in Seattle and they helped usher Nirvana in, which, of course, changed the landscape
0: of Did music. they ever get a cut of that deal? Because Nirvana... <laughs> No. Blew it up. Didn't they? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Kurt, Kurt and his group was awesome. I mean, not to bring it down a notch, but I mean, one of those classic examples of just amazing genius uh, that mm-hmm. unfortunately just crashed and burned due to drugs and other things. It's just, it's, totally. it's, it's just, it was heartbreaking. I mean, my God. It was. I, I had every Nirvana album. Was, I did
1: too. You know, I remember where I was when I heard the news. It was that, like, I remember everything about that moment.
0: Dude, people, like, <laughs> It, it, I, I am not, ladies and gentlemen, I'm not going to try and compare this to 9 11, but I'm going to refer right. to the psychology behind big, powerful things that happen mm-hmm. trigger long term memory. So that's they why do. you never, like for us, we clearly get nirvana. Like nirvana was that impactful mm-hmm. to us in that genre, just like 9 11 was pretty much impactful to all of us. Okay. It yeah, was I just, remember
1: where I was for that one see, too. There yeah. You go.
0: So I love geeking out about psychology, so I just had to throw that Me
1: in too. Yeah. And music. Oh, my God. We are, like, hitting all the nerd spots today.
0: <laughs> That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Get ready for a total geek fest. A, bad-a- a badass geek fest. So,
1: badass geek fest. But continue the
0: soprano, or sorry, soprano, uh, the opera singing, like, punky, whatever, metamorphosis of, a, of your youth.
1: Yeah, so... Uh, was very focused, always knew what I wanted to do with my life, was very driven, um, you know, practiced every day, but right when it was time to go to college, uh, I lost my voice. But the reason is I was being abused at school by boys at school. So there was a lot, it was psychological stuff that was going on and mm. I didn't know how to tell anybody what was happening. And so eventually just the stress from the circumstance, um, caused me to get sick, but I didn't know this back then. So I lose my voice. They say, you'll never speak again, let alone sing. My first position that I go to see, 17 years old. And so my voice teacher is like, oh, hell no, you are getting a second opinion. So they send me down to a research hospital down in North Carolina. And the next set of doctors, they didn't kind of doom me so hard, but they did say, if you ever want to sing again, you cannot speak because you have such severe damage to your vocal cords that you may never be able to sing again. So I was mute for 18 months and this is back in 1997. This is just to allow them to heal. Yeah. Well, I still had severe acid reflux. So I was constantly having um, acid coming up and burning my vocal cords. So um, I carried a notebook around and that's how I communicated with everybody. And then uh, I had my first reconstructive surgery to my stomach when I was 18 And then was in voice pathology for five years to learn to speak without pain. But I was never able to sing again. So I was super devastated, didn't know what to do with my life after that, which is when I kind of I'd always been interested in business. Um, And so I started working, you know, as a bookkeeper and I didn't know anything about bookkeeping, but I got this job out of college because I wanted to be in a business environment. So I'm teaching myself accounting by night and uh, doing this bookkeeping gig during the day. And six months in, the manager just quits showing up. And so I just keep the thing, the business going. Mm-hmm. So I don't realize that this goes on for like three or four years. I'm running this multi-million dollar oil company on like a uh, bookkeeper salary. Like, I'm just going
0: to keep going, you know? <laughs> you're just, you're well, just doing what you're supposed to do. Right, exactly. Plus, plus a lot of extra.
1: <laughs> right, exactly. But what was really amazing is I didn't identify as an entrepreneur or anything back then. But it was awesome because I was like, hands-on learning how to run a company like this. Yeah. Um, and during that time, the owners started building a startup as well. So I was helping out with the startup. So I was just really busy working these 16-hour days. And um, after losing my voice and uh, also like during high school when I was didn't really know how to cope with the stuff that was going on with the boys who were abusing me at school, um, I had started to d- develop kind of a, a binge eating disorder, but I didn't realize it back then. I would, I would use music and food to cope with all the
0: stress of everything going on. Was it just stress or obviously a combination of depression too? I mean, just, oh, they big all, time all depression,
1: hand hand. Yeah. anxiety, panic attacks. I had severe acne, like all these things I had severe, um, reflux, acid reflux, like a lot of manifestations of stress in the body. And as a kid, you know, I did wasn't telling anybody what was going on. So I, and I didn't have a coping mechanism, so these kind of became my coping mechanisms. Is and I your parents probably myself. didn't
0: know how to help you.
1: No, they just saw a shift, but they didn't know why, yeah. right? Nobody knew why. Um, and, and so the big thing is I coped with life by throwing myself into work. It was opera. And then I lost my voice. And then it became business, learning entrepreneurship, all these things. And um, so during all this time when I had these really poor coping mechanisms, I gained a ton of weight. And obviously, like I was telling you, I was getting sicker and depression and all these things are happening. So back to where I was running these companies, working these 16 hour days, working these jobs, um, I ended up going partially blind in my left eye. And I was so busy, I didn't even go to the doctor for like two weeks. So I finally get to the eye doctor. Oh, and we she- can
0: share stories on that. Oh yeah, <laughs> not an eye, but a lung related. But yes, go ahead. Yeah, keep going.
1: Stress. So my so the eye doctor freaks. She's like, "Oh my God, you need to take yourself to the hospital because either you're having a heart attack or you've got multiple sclerosis." And I'm like, "Well, it's been going on for two weeks. So I know I know I don't have a heart attack." So I end up going through this big gamut of tests, and I didn't have. Um, multiple sclerosis. But that was that is when I started learning more about like the impact of inflammation, Mm -hmm. you know, and learning about autoimmunity. I'd never been exposed to autoimmunity before. Um, But I did have it was optic neuritis. So like the main optic nerve had swollen and yeah, totally. All stress related, all emotional stress related. And it was translating into my body. And so that was when I realized something really needed to change. And um, I did what any woman does normally, and you join a gym, right? If you want to get healthy, what do you do? You join a gym. So I joined a gym. They have me on this 1,200-calorie diet, training two hours a day. Classic
0: BS. Oh, counting calories is the answer to everything.
1: (laughs) Right, exactly. So, of course, this exacerbates the binge eating because my body is literally undernourished. So it just kind of makes everything worse. I did lose weight for a little while.
0: It's always short-term, yeah. People think it's working in the beginning, yeah.
1: Exactly. So I maintain this for a while. I'm binging on the weekends. During the week, I'm eating 1,200 calories over training. I was really trying to do the right things. I'm reading nutrition books. Like I've always been really nerdy about trying to heal my own body. It just took me a decade, 15 years, 10, 15 years to figure it out. Um, so 30, I turned 30. I blow up like a balloon because my metabolism's so damaged and all this implant, inflammation stuff is still going on. Um, for me, it all kind of came to head because I'm doing all this work, trying to find purpose, still trying to find purpose in my work because I, you know, after losing my voice, I didn't really know what to do with my life, still driving my body into the ground, working way too hard, training too hard, under eating, kind of just like a long-term compilation of trying to do the right stuff and just not getting the results.
0: Real quick for the timeline, I'm going to do some screen sharing here. So this is your site, beingbadass.com. Mm-hmm. So obviously that little Polaroid pic, is that when the blowup happened?
1: Yeah, totally. Okay. That's my early 30s. Um I might have been 32, 33 okay. about that time. Um and on my 33rd birthday, so here I have been, you know, ever since losing my voice back when I was 17, I had felt really empty and purposeless. Hmm. And I felt like I was just looking for something to make me happy. I was always looking outside of myself. And with every success that I had or accolade, I felt like more empty with every achievement. So you weren't kept-
0: finding fulfillment in, the, in those, what, what hope would be these little wins to help rebuild you.
1: Right. Like finding purpose in work or little mm-hmm. achievements or being the right dress size or all of these things. And with each thing, I just kept feeling worse because I'd get there and I'm like, this does not make me feel better. And I wasn't really well. I couldn't, I still couldn't really make my body physically well mm. and I couldn't find happiness. And uh, and it really got bad on my thirty third birthday. Um, I nearly ended my own life. I had a really. It was just like I had hit. It, the problem wasn't that I didn't know. Um, it wasn't that I didn't know what to do with myself. It was that no matter what I did, I couldn't fulfill myself.
0: So myself. you almost hit like, call it like a psychological, emotional, proverbial wall. I mean, totally. I, I, I mean, I've I've done the whole marathon thing, right? And they Mm -hmm. talk about the proverbial wall right around, eh, depending on the person, between mile 19 to 23. And it's Mm -hmm. like, yeah, it's like there is our breaking point. You either push through or almost everybody hopefully does push through. But it's powerful depending on who you are and the kind of fortitude you have built up to help you get through it. But yeah, yeah, sometimes you slam the wall.
1: I hit the wall so hard but with a well-timed call from my dad who was just calling to sing me happy birthday and I answer oh. it sobbing and he's like, "Oh my god, what's happening right now?" <laughs> anyway, really well-timed call from my dad helped me make a different decision. Well, but- let's
0: pause on that. Did you did your dad know? Did you oh, tell yeah. him what was about <laughs> to happen?
1: um i can't remember if i did that day that day is kind of a blur yeah Yeah. but like now now you know yeah he knows but what's been really like a lot and lots of my friends know now i'm pretty out about it because that day was such a big shift for me Hmm. because i really realized god if this is what i'm willing to consider how about trying whatever the hell I want instead? Because until that point, I didn't realize how hard I was trying to do the right thing, do what I thought would make me happy according to everybody else. Yeah. Um, and so everything really started to turn around for me there. So when I started to be open to spirituality, because before that I'd been an atheist most of my life, hmm. I started just trying things that seemed way far out. So I started learning a lot more about inflammation. I started learning a lot more about the things I put on my skin, like stuff that I never considered before because previously I was just listening to doctors, you know, all traditional stuff trying to do the right thing. It's so
0: true. It's not just – I mean, I'm a big preacher for what goes in, but it is Mm -hmm. also what goes on the outside. Uh, I mean, I've been doing – I've amplified my road cycling this year after my little hospital adventure in January, so it's Ah. like I'm out in the sun a lot more. So I normally – I used to – never really sunblock a ton, but actually mm-hmm. now it's like, if, if I'm going to use sunblock, I'm definitely going to make sure what are, what is being absorbed into my pores? <laughs> I'm like, uh, totally. yeah, a low heavy metals and other, other bad things. So yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah. And a lot of folks don't realize, um, like 60, I can't remember where I read this study, but it, when I read it, it was 67% of what we put on our skin is absorbed into our bloodstream within 30 seconds. It's
0: the biggest organ on our body.
1: That's right. And what we have to remember is like the stuff that goes on our skin, like that means it affects your liver. Mm -hmm. Once it's in your bloodstream, it affects everything. So what a lot of women don't realize is um, I lost six dress sizes when I started. uh, So so I should back it up. I started following an Mm -hmm. anti-inflammatory diet. A nutrition plan after my 33rd birthday and that got me about 80% well like my l- whole body a lot of stuff started changing and I had to tweak it because I had some other I was like every year I had a new diagnosis one of the diagnoses was gastroparesis have you ever heard of that
0: mm, there's so many gastros nowadays it's, it's <laughs> just, I mean uh, yeah. cause I, I've interviewed a lot of scientists and doctors on the show, and. uh I'm a very big anti-sugar, anti-grain. My people mm-hmm. don't realize that the inflammatory responses—they just don't belong in the body. Don't even get me going on soy. And yeah, uh, it's totally. they're so. But the biggest thing is not just the inflammation. What you're hinting at is also the the negative impacts on your hormonal balances. Especially exactly. for you ladies, because you ladies have even more sensitive uh, adjustment from the hormone balances than even us guys do. So Yeah, and crazy. also
1: our liver, just our liver. Yeah. Um, Gastroparesis, just to tie tie that one in a bow, is the, actually the paralysis of the gastro system. So it's like my stomach didn't digest food
0: anymore. Oh, damn. Like it wasn't yes. even flexing or anything. Like it wasn't- No,
1: the electrical Literally,
0: literally it's not grumbling. Like, you know, it's like there's yeah. nothing going on down there.
1: Yeah, wow. and so Precious. I was on liquids. They said I'd never eat solid food again. Um, and so I was on liquids. I was green juicing. Um, I wasn't really following the protocol for gastroparesis cuz Mayo Clinic, if you just Google it. Oh
0: yeah. Um, they, I'm totally it right now.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Are you? Yeah. Come on, totally-
0: I got screen sharing and everything. We're doing video for YouTube. We're <laughs> going to look it. at we're going to look at photos. Uh but people, <laughs> need, people need to, people need to understand intense. this. So, yeah, yeah,
1: gastroparesis is intense. Um and, like, what they do is they like it's to have- It's almost like a,
0: paralysis, basically. Yeah.
1: They can- uh, Some people who have it really severely, they um, get a pacemaker, and you have to- in, in, in your- Like, an electrical box in your stomach- To help, like, and,
0: reprogram it and like get it Or get to it help move-
1: it. To get it to move food through it. Mm-hmm. And some of them have to inject their food into the side of their body, so oh they don't Lord. even to eat food anymore. Well, here so here my, you go.
0: I mean, you got the, the vagus nerve, and, and anybody who watches mm-hmm. those, like, sitcom- you know doctor shows the vagus nerve comes up all the time <laughs> Totally. But, but like yeah if you para- if you the vagus nerve is a major nerve you you paralyze that that's that's not a good thing so
1: yeah you got a problem so yeah, yeah so i was dealing with gastroparesis i was dealing with a lot of stuff wow but i had full that's the big thing when we are totally focused on healing and we have full faith that we can heal, there's a huge component to the mindset when it comes
0: to healing. Oh, we talk a lot about mindset on this show. (laughs) Yeah,
1: dude. And like really, God, there's just like so many aspects to it. So, you know, on the other side of my 33rd birthday, one by one, I was able to reverse every single diagnosis I'd ever struggle with depression, anxiety, acne, interstitial cystitis, hypothyroidism, gastroparesis. And the only thing I still struggle with is reflux, but I manage it entirely with nutrition. Mm -hmm. And I've also had two surgeries. So like I'm going to have reflux, whether, you know, just because of the nature of the surgery being there. Um, so I was able to reverse all these, but it took a holistic approach to it, uh, really starting with the mindset. And then second, starting with food, like I was telling you, I you know I got 80% well following an anti-inflammatory um, nutrition plan. Sure. But until I added in filtered water and clean personal care products, when I added those in, I dropped six breast sizes. Wow. And it, like everything else started to change because like our liver is the... You know, I'm sure you've talked about it before. It's kind of the house of the metabolism is a lot of the way I try to explain it.
0: Well, it's funny because like people, don't, people think when they think of the word detoxification, people mm-hmm. are thinking about, oh, well, that's, that's your kidneys, right? You know, it's going to filter mm-hmm. the, the stuff out. No, it, it starts with the liver. I mean, there's liver. Right. Without even being a doctor, I've interviewed enough gurus. Like, okay, everything, <laughs> everything is tied together, man. And it's like our livers and our kidneys, the whole system, detoxification yeah. system was never designed to handle the bombardment that we now have, externally totally. and internally this day in age. It's crazy.
1: Yeah, totally. And because our liver also is responsible for you know, helping to make body fat cells, and because we um, store body fat in the liver first for fuel and then everywhere else, mm-hmm. when you think about the fact that your liver is processing these weird toxins that you're putting on your skin, and then it's also making body fat, um, from some of the research I've read, it has shown that if it doesn't know what the hell to do with a toxin, it'll wrap it in body fat to deal with it later, and now you've got these toxic body fat cells that are creating cortisol. Do you want a great, like want a great book great on that? Stuff. What's that? Do yes. You, yes. Have, have, you heard of, all... have
0: you heard of Dr. Sylvia Terra?
1: No. Did you interview her?
0: Of course I did. <laughs> are you shitting <laughs> me? Come on. This is live the fuel, people. Okay. Like two years <laughs> oh ago. Two years ago, I love it. She she she's like you, uh, a real geek about it. Um, but she spent 20 <laughs> years doing biological research on the secret life of oh fat. Oh my gosh! So her book oh, is the secret yes! life of fat.
1: I have seen her speak. I forgot her name. Yes.
0: yes. Uh, so she was, and actually for the listeners, because I'll, I'll leave it up here, so I remember. So we can have our, my VA throw it into the uh, into the show notes. But I, I literally, it's so long ago. Um, wow. She, she's going to be lower on the episode numbers here, people. Uh, but anyway, The Secret Life of Fat, she gets into how the fat cells, yes, they're, the fat cell is such a powerful machine. People don't realize it. They, people hear fat and they think it's evil. First of all, That's fat right. fat fat is fuel. Sugar is evil. Fat is That's actually right. going to fuel your body. Uh, but anyway, wow, episode 33.
1: No kidding. That's Way so back. rad. I, I, mean, I heard her speak and I nerded out so hard. So I remember the- There she is. Yes, I've totally seen her speech.
0: December of 2016.
1: Oh my gosh, I love it.
0: Damn. Yeah, but you know why? Because this was, I, I did this right at her book launch.
1: Oh, so, rad. Yeah, PhD, so biochemistry
0: from University of California in San Diego with an MBA from Wharton. Uh, one smart lady. So she
1: so is and I love it because I remember at her talk she was talking about fat as an endocrine cell mm-hmm. and people and like it's a freaking organ Yeah. so like the last time I heard our body doesn't like to drop organs just willy-nilly
0: <laughs> well and that that was the biggest thing I got out of her book I was real I never heard anybody say I mean I knew fat was an organ but right. I mean I mean I looked I knew skin was an organ right and you think right. oh fat skin she's like no 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 She's like, no one really looked at fat as its being its own organ. And she's mm-hmm. like, fat cells are so powerful that they can literally reprogram themselves to do almost anything. It's, wow. it's amazing. And I was like, I mean, again, I, I'm, I'm going to have to go back and reload that on my audio and listen to it again. Yeah. I love audio Me too. Um, <laughs> I do too. And, and also I, will, I, I need will, to listen to her book. It's, but Because she, like you, struggled. I mean, a woman who knows biochemistry – Struggle with weight mm-hmm. gain, weight loss, the hormonal impacts, everything. Her with her, um, mm-hmm. her, uh, her Indian lineage uh, is part of, the bi- part of the biology as well. Like, sometimes yeah. there, there is some genetic issues that some of us are not going to be able to defeat. They're very, very right. challenging. And with her culture right. and her background, genetically, she had a battle going on there. Uh, mm-hmm. But the, the point was, to, it, to reinforce what you said, she was the first researcher I ever read or heard about that said fat will protect you. And people mm-hmm. are like, what do you mean? Like, yeah, whatever the liver can't handle, it, it can yeah. only filter out and so much toxicity and send it to the kidneys and you can pass it out, right? But mm-hmm. our system's already overly taxed. So then right. it's going to be like, well, wait a minute, dude. All right, well, I can't filter it. I can't pee it, but I got to get mm-hmm. this out of the blood system. I got to protect the body. So, hey, guys, mm-hmm. let's step up. All right, hey, fat, uh, new fat one, new fat two, you step up. Go hold, the, go hold on to this. Get this the hell out of the bloodstream. And then, if you're not, so so to speak, burning the fat (laughs) off, it it gets put into long-term storage.
1: Exactly. That's why I'm a
0: huge supporter of nutritional cleansing and full-body detoxification. Because even I do it. I've never been like majorly overweight. Even though, if you look at my family, I'm like, they're like, that's your family because my family's overweight. (laughs) Because right. Because they don't listen to me. <laughs> right. And I'm like, I, God, totally get that. I was like, guys, this is a lifestyle that I've built. I didn't, I wasn't right. born with this. I'm not some genetic superstar. I had to literally teach my body and my cells the, the right way to live. And totally. uh, and yeah, reinforcing what you're saying, man. Detoxification, you, and not just doing it on a regular basis, but to your point, what are you doing to prevent even having to do it? Right? Like, what are you gonna do right. by removing the additives? So so, totally. so clearly. You ladies, I don't, I don't talk about this on the show a lot. You ladies must put a lot of toxins mm-hmm. onto your skin. Just we to name do. one thing.
1: Just for beauty. Wow. Just for beauty alone. Um, and then a lot of folks don't you know, think, oh, it's no big deal. Like It's just my foundation. It's just my eyeshadow. It's just my shampoo. It's just my lotion. It's just my lipstick. It's just my, and that's my point, right? It's mm-hmm. like all these little drops in a bucket. Mm-hmm. Then you take into consideration the... All the exceptions you're making with your food, your pesticides, the uh, hormones and antibiotics in your proteins, the toxins in your water. If you're drinking tap water or you're using like a Brita filter, like a really inadequate
0: filter. I mean, any step in the um, right direction is the right direction, but I tell people too, true. I Baby steps, right? It's like, okay, right. good job using that filter, but have you looked at the next step up or the next yeah. step?
1: Yeah, <laughs> exactly. But, you know, I really think like we, I was reading another study recently that took, um, two studies actually, um, one that took into account the whole uh, weight loss industry, the do-it-yourself weight loss industry. It was like done in uh, 2016. It had like Weight Watchers and then all the direct marketing Mm -hmm. companies doing weight loss and like your freezer meals, like everything. It really tried to make it really comprehensive. And it showed that 80% of people fail. Like eighty mm-hmm. percent, and then in another study, it was saying the average American who is either overweight or obese spends more than eight thousand a year on being overweight and yeah. obese.
0: They don't realize they they think that well I, I'm just not going to win so I'm going to give up right right. But it's like but so if if you're driven by money, mm-hmm. wow! Do you realize all the extra you're spending? All, totally. And, then, and you haven't even you haven't even said the big bomb which is what is the long term health impacts what's right. what how is this going to impact you from a healthcare standpoint from your long term healthcare your medical care ending up in a hospital all these i mean i don't want to bring down the house here but it's like yeah. sorry you're, you're going to get older you're yeah. going to get older so yeah
1: and it's like uh, what a lot of what i like to say to a lot of gals um, is make no mistake at some point in your life you have to make your body a priority hmm. But you have a choice. You can either do it now while it's fun and on your terms, or you can do it later on your body's terms when it's sick, it's expensive. You you know, you're going to doctors or, you know, maybe hospitals. Like, it's not fun if well, you do it later. Hold on a
0: second, Betty Jean. You, you, you're dropping some bombs here. All right. I, I, I am. I, I, I got I to share <laughs> something else here. Ladies and gentlemen, um, I, I was poking around on her Instagram feed. All right. At, at being badass. <laughs> yeah. All right. Clearly you share some content cuz you got 20,000 followers. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But what I love is your truth, your transparency, you share it uh um very aggressive here by the way with the the, the, the lacy <laughs> thing like it. Okay. I get that for Kristen. Um, yeah. Make but, it on the internet a lot. Yeah, it's I mean, true. hey, own it, own it, man. You know what you want to be? Be a badass. Um, yeah. I love the little goat here. I grew up with goats on a farm. You know, take a break. Oh That's
1: cute. yeah, I love animals yeah. too. Yeah, uh,
0: I'm, I'm a farm boy at heart. So oh, you're definitely a goat geek, aren't you? You guys. Want I goats.
1: love baby goats. Pretty are those, much. Are those any Nubians? Little, I don't know what kind they are. I no. grew up on a farm too. I Had horses. My dad has a Black yep. Angus cattle farm. Yep. But any kind of little baby
0: animals. <laughs> my my father baby? and brother are still organic cattle brokers to this day. So No kidding. That's amazing. Yeah, I grew up uh, like hauling animals to the markets and, and slaughterhouses. I'm sorry. I mean people gotta be yeah. fed. You know, the, the animal right. the animal was only bred and raised for that purpose. I'm not this is yep. I, I, people want to be a vegan they be a vegan um that's but right I, like, I'm, I'm not <laughs> Same here to, on my dad's farm sorry uh anyway but yeah we we had horses and everything else and they were very well taken care of uh um, yeah i my first business was selling eggs on the side of the road because i had a 30 hen house chicken house i learned how to you know clean up after them and wash oh eggs oh my god that's amazing i drank uh raw goat's milk through a coffee filter so uh, i used to sit <laughs> there and it. funnel it right through a coffee filter and just drink it so I've yeah. never done
1: that, but I do love the farm life. That's so <laughs> rad. You also mentioned cycling, which is like my favorite thing in the world. We oh have a yes. Ton in common. So, oh my god, uh, I love
0: it. You'll appreciate this. I'm a very big keto guy, right? Uh huh. So I started really getting hardcore fat adapted a couple years back, and. Mm-hmm. So, but, uh, and I hinted at this earlier. So since you're talking about hospitals and everything else, uh, I don't mm-hmm. know if you, go back to episode 250 if people hear this and you're a newer listener, because I talk about my little hospital adventure in January, I decided to mm. accidentally collapse a lung
1: and, oh, uh, no!
0: yeah, don't recommend it by the way. Uh, <laughs> oh not God. fun at all. And everybody was like, why is Scott in the hospital? Like, that, yeah. like thanks for the vote of confidence. I, I appreciate it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I accidentally collapsed a lung. Whoa, uh, 30, how did 30, that happen? Uh, remember how earlier in your show I agreed with how you and I have something in common about not paying attention to your body and not going to the doctor? Yeah, um, yeah I'm, a, I'm a CrossFit trainer in my free time, and I, I, I've been doing CrossFit since 2010, and, uh, I just, I didn't realize I had like displaced like a rib cartilage alignment in my back and it was kind of a stabbing pain. And I knew exactly what it was. This is back at the holiday, uh, in January mm. and I knew what it was cause I did it years ago when I was out West serving as a wildland firefighter and i had made the same injury just in a different way. And I knew the feeling I'm like, Oh, I know what this is. I just mm. got to go to the chiropractor, but it was the holiday. So I couldn't get in cause she was closed. And I only go to my girl. Like she, She's amazing. Um, she makes me hurt in a good way. So, <laughs> uh, so I was like, I know she can fix this. I'll just take a couple of days off, rest, recover, right? Allow the body mm-hmm. to heal. And I thought everything was going to be fine. Well, I didn't realize that in those couple of days, I started coughing convulsively because my rib mm-hmm. was out of alignment. So I couldn't breathe right. And it was mm-hmm. annoying. Well, mm-hmm. apparently, if you're a tall, lean endurance athlete, and you cough aggressively, you can spring a leak in your lung and self-collapse it. So, whoa, yeah, so I no I, I literally kidding. got a spontaneous pneumothorax because I coughed too hard. So, whoa, yeah, that is terrifying. And apparently, it's more common than you realize. Because as soon as I end up in the hospital, my friend's like, "Oh, oh, my my daughter's or sorry, my son's girlfriend just got that last year at the end of a, a softball championship game." And then I, what? I went to the, we went to a charity workout, uh, for Memorial day Murph, uh, this past weekend. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. And the one, the one coach is a lieutenant he's a police officer guy. And he's like, Hey man, I just want to let you know, dude, my son just got your same injury. He's in the hospital right now. And I'm like, what <sighs> is going on? Like, Whoa. Yeah. You, you know how you buy a car and then all of a <laughs> sudden you see it everywhere. Well, apparently, yeah. if you collapse a lung, you start seeing it everywhere. So
1: <laughs> No. Like, yeah. this is not the kind of like attracts like we want No, in our lives. No, no. Well, anyway, <laughs> the
0: best part was I, I, I thought everything was fine. I thought I was getting right. sick. And even the, even the chiropractor, mm. she didn't realize it. She's like, I came back, you know, three weeks later for a regular service call, you know. Mm-hmm. And she's like, you're still coughing. I'm like, yeah, I know. And I was like, I just competed in a CrossFit competition. And I couldn't Whoa. catch my – oh, yeah, I did four workouts in one day uh, with the collapsed lung. Uh, Holy shit! We we podiums. I got th- we got third. Um,
1: oh my god! <laughs> and I couldn't
0: figure out why I couldn't catch my breath.
1: Holy and I was smoke. like,
0: And by the last workout, like, I'm literally laying on the floor, and my and my now wife, she wasn't we weren't married yet. She's like kicking me. Uh-huh. She's like, get up, stop being a pussy. And
1: <laughs> but it was like, so it, is it really subtle then? Like it hurts, but
0: I have I mean, a high what's pain it, what's threshold. Feel like yeah, and because I've done it before, and I've been right. a, I've been a firefighter and everything else, so. Yeah. Uh I knew there was something oh, wrong. Smoke. And then yeah, I went back to car. Chiro- She's like, Scott, please go get a chest x-ray. This is weird. It doesn't seem right. And so not huh. a regular doctor, people, even even chiropractors can make you go get a chest x-ray. <laughs> and that yeah. led to me being rushed right to the hospital in an ambulance because they said I had a life-threatening injury. So Oh
1: my God. I am times. so glad you finally went. Yeah, well, yeah. I, so I, was like,
0: I was like, it's not life threatening. I just competed in a CrossFit competition last week with this. It's no a big deal. And they're like, no, totally it is. That. Because if the whole lung finishes collapsing, then the other one might go with it, and then you could die. And I was oh like, oh, all right, I guess we can go to the hospital. Oh, my and God. That, and that led to eight days in the hospital uh, with surgery, uh, with the chance of me Holy not being able smoke. to make it to our skiing wedding, because the, the skiing wedding was in March, and this was at the oh end of January. Oh, my gosh. Because I had to have enough recovery time to heal, right. the lung, heal the lung, heal the rib muscles. By the way, chest tubes through your rib muscles? Not cool. Oh. Anyway, no. that catches Holy you. Up. There's a lot more back on episode 250 if you want to get the whole skin out. <laughs> uh, but uh, anyway, the, the point smoke. is is listen to your body and but yeah. the whole, but you know why I healed so quickly? Why Dude, is that? I had I cuz hospital food sucks. So, yes. I I laid the gamut down from the minute one of my baby. We got Because uh, I, I order a quarter of a grass-fed cow that I know is raised nearby. I know how where it's come from, what's going into it. You know, I'm like, all right. Hell yeah. I was like, babe, start breaking out the roasts. You don't have to grill steak for me. Fire out the crock pot. I was yep. like, go to, go to the, the grocery store that I get my grass-fed bone broth from. I was like, I, yep. want, I want you slow cooking my grass-fed meat in grass-fed bone broth <laughs> with the salt that I order straight from the mines of Utah, with my olive oil that I get straight from Middle East so it's untainted, like, I, I started, I mean, I, yes. I, got, I was like, bring me the fresh meats and cheeses. I was like, I was like, uh, I mean, it was, I literally had yep. cool, cooler bags coming and going and the nurses thought yep. it was weird as shit.
1: Yeah, and, I know, they yeah. think you're totally bonkers, yeah. but I've got bone broth brewing right now downstairs. Boom. So, boom. I was like, totally guys, I was like,
0: you. hello, I was like, life comes from your bone marrow. So it does. essential collagen. Tissue health. Hello, I'm trying to heal a lung yeah. and rib muscles, dude. I knew, like, granted, I didn't know all this years ago. You and I didn't right. know this stuff years ago. But what we're joking around about right now—that's why I wanted to bring it into the episode because, yeah, I know you get it. Like, we totally. did not know this, and I just kept took, getting
1: sicker because yeah. of it.
0: And, but we have to t- Even me being a healthy, fit dude already, mm-hmm. I still got my ass kicked. But anyway, oh, mm-hmm. I have to tie it forward. So this past weekend, I just did a an annual charity ride. So it was a metric century, so it was 66 wow. miles uh, with 4,300 feet of climbing. Uh, there's oh. a mountain out here called Hawk, Hawk Mountain, so it's like a mile up. And like, uh-huh. the, the last like, tenth of a mile is, <sighs> is, is like a 15-degree pitch. Whoa. So you're in your lowest gear, and you're just fucked. I mean, it's, just, it's <laughs> god-awful. Like, pe- people oh get God. off their bikes. So I, I did this ride two years ago, testing my fat adaptation. I fueled the whole ride on olive oil two years ago.
1: No kidding. So How was that?
0: It didn't go as well because I wasn't as fat adapted as I am now. Right. And like that oh. ride, I remember hitting that climb and a couple times I actually had to get out of the saddle and like do the whole Olympic, like, you know, muscle the bike and sprint back and forth. Yeah. Not this weekend. I never, That's got, amazing. I, I, ne- I never got out of the seat. I stayed sat on the bike and muscled it all the way to the top Granted, my heart rate was through the roof uh, right, because it's, it's a ridiculous climb. But yeah. I, I did the whole ride in zone two, lower heart rate training as much as possible except for the climbs. That's awesome. Um, and, but I did everything on macadamia nut butter, uh, pilly nut That's butter and olive oil. And and, and again, and and, and, the, and the real salt from uh, from Utah. And, yeah. And my buddies are like, they're hitting the rest stops, eating the bananas and the peanut butter and jelly sandwiches and shit. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm sitting there squirting my nut butters and I'm like, <laughs> Listen, I'll be uh, hitting the road soon. If you guys want to catch up, I'm (laughs) kind of feeling good.
1: (laughs) It's so true. It's such a different fuel source. Because of the um, uh, acid reflux, I can't do keto because it's so painful for me. But I coach a lot of gals. Yeah, I coach a lot of gals. So the, the reason people have um, acid reflux it's usually two reasons and what makes me laugh are again doctors love to say this is the only reason no 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 this is the only reason well, but i know the a truth- lot of
0: acid reflux is triggered from sugars and grains but that's only right. one story
1: right yeah right some some people's reflux gets better when they become fat adapted when they go keto well because you're because
0: um, they're they're they don't have what you have they don't have severely exactly. damaged gut flora Right. Well,
1: also, they are usually not producing enough stomach acid. ah. So, when you don't produce enough, and then you start eating fats and you start eating um, things like. um, They're
0: heavier, they're harder to break down.
1: Exactly. And it causes the body to produce more stomach acid, which solves their acid reflux. Hmm. Mine, however, my body creates too much. That's I forgot to put my cat out. So she's going to join us here.
0: Calvin's in the next room. I'm surprised he hasn't held yet. He's a coonhound. So usually he likes to chime in at some point. So.
1: Yeah, mine doesn't. As soon as I'm recording something, she's like, I want to be in your lap. <laughs> anyway, when um, I, however, when I consume too much fat, it's like instant pain. It's just burning and, and the whole bit because mm. mine already creates too much stomach acid. So wow. I think that there's a pretty quick, a person can figure out what kind of, what their source for acid reflux is by doing something like that, having some apple cider vinegar or something. If it hurts, it's likely that your body produces too much stomach acid. If If it feels better, then you probably don't produce enough. There are some other aspects to that. Have um, you you gone? Have
0: you advanced into the self testing phase yet? Where have you done any gut, you know, gut gut bacteria research on yourself? You know, any kind of? I
1: haven't gotten gotten to do the gut bacteria Uh, research, but I do a lot of testing. Yeah,
0: because gut health is a huge component of it, and that's one thing that I didn't know about until really more this year. More mm. recent experts I brought on digging deeper into the connectivity that you and I talked about earlier in the show, you did a great job bringing up the importance of mindset, but the health of the brain. And people Important. don't realize that you know 80% of your brain tissue is fat tissue. Well, mm-hmm. fat fuels fat. Like your brain actually, if you starve your body of healthy fats, it's yep. not going to do well. Like so those things like avocado and olive oil are really essential uh, in yes. a healthy diet. Or like you know, if you're eating fish or things of that nature, those essential fatty mm-hmm. acids. Um, totally. But there's a great, ch- oh, what's her name? You'd like her. You know Erin Wathin? I don't. Episode what? 244 Diet Challenges, Gut Health, and Food Plate Drama. Her book is called Why Can't I Stick to My Diet?
1: <laughs> what a good name! Right? I love it. Yeah, uh,
0: I think I mean because she she and I really geeked out. She is a geek. Here she is. She's a geek. That's that's her book. Why can't I stick to my diet? Um, I love it. But she gets into a lot of uh, she's she's like us, right? She's into holistic health coaching. Uh, mm-hmm. food, she's a food food abuse counselor. So she really yep. talks a lot about the food drama. But understanding yep. more about the you know gut health is, is a huge totally. component. Totally. And then, uh, oh, she's a, oh no, this is your girl right here. <laughs> I, got, so I
1: just need to have a hangout with all your past guests, dude. She, I, or... I, have,
0: I had a lot of strong ladies like you on here, man. All I right? love it. So here, this chick is awesome, Jennifer Iserlo. Holy shit, you yeah, her. She's got a crazy following like you do. So, <laughs> I uh, love it because she teaches what you and I are talking about to yeah. health practitioners. Uh, so doctors who start so getting needed. a clue, they go to her. Yeah. Uh, so oh, my God. Of, so yeah. instead of just, just talking to listeners like we're, that are hearing this episode right now, she's actually, she's actually one of those rare people that are getting through and helping guide the medical practitioners and health practitioners that want to understand this stuff. Uh, it's so
1: important. So she's got a it viral following
0: from uh, – she had a huge following. She has a lot of videos and stuff, SkinnyChef.com, and her brand cool. is Body and Soul Alchemy. Uh, really oh, gets I the love alchemy. it! Yeah, you'd love her. Oh my god!
1: Yeah, because that's what it's really all about. That's the thing. So you know, I the way I look at it is like universe, God, whatever you want to call it, or just life, right? Yeah. Even if you're not, if you don't believe anything like that,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I feel like I was blessed with a lot of diagnoses. I was blessed with abuse and illness and loss of purpose, loss of my voice, literally. And I can't even, even figuratively. Fathom I mean, it's yeah.
0: something that you loved just stripped away not even that but just the basic essential of we all take speaking for granted yeah yeah it's powerful
1: yeah it sucks and so like but i feel like a lot of women are losing their voices without realizing it right because a lot of women are hiding their bodies because they don't feel beautiful enough to take photos for their website or to go on that vacation or to go see friends because they're so ashamed of how they think they look in outfits Hmm. so like i really feel like you know, I always thought that opera was supposed to be my purpose in life. But looking back from where I am now as a 38-year-old woman, I'll be 39 this year. It It's like I I realize or I believe that I was always on a path, but it required me to lose my voice, lose my purpose. And and nearly lose my life from, from the loss of all of that and not knowing how to cope and being able to come on the other side. And now I honestly have like a dream life, like I'm engaged to my dream guy, I love my work, but even Congrats, if I lost, thank you, yeah. even if I lost my work tomorrow, if the whole thing came apart, um, and everybody hated me on Instagram, <laughs> and the
0: whole thing. <laughs> all 20 plus thousand people uh, just started hating right.
1: me. Who cares, right? What, what I've learned is none of that is who I am. When before I den- I identified so much outside of myself, I thought all these external things were who I were. And they're not. And I learned that just n- feeling good, like my well-being, emotionally, physically, and mentally, that's my purpose: is to love and be loved, and to love this body and this vessel I get to live in, and to have fun taking care of her, and dressing her up, mm-hmm. and just getting to have fun conversations with you. Like it's so fun. Once you, once a person understands, and I think you would probably agree with this it's actually not that complicated to heal the body most of it we can do with our wallet yeah. and my dad always said to me if money can fix it it's not a problem you
0: can even do it with i mean without the wallet i mean there's right. some basic things like uh, like my my own you know my own younger brother right now uh, I have no I, I I promised everybody as this show grows that I become more and more truth and transparent. So literally last night uh, cuz this week and we're recording this, I'll be I I don't always time stamp. We're recording this on May 29th people. So this is going to air in a couple mm-hmm. weeks. So this is, this would have already happened. Uh but this Sunday we're finally having our after wedding party for my family because no one in my family does what I do. <laughs> That's the same. Right. Thing. So like my <laughs> right. dad's my dad's never been on a plane. I mean my I I my oh, family wow. my family's just good Simple, happy people, and I love it. But you know, my brother decided to become a dad, you know, with his wife, and I have a two-year-old niece. Uh, I love it. And he's 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 the you know struggling entrepreneur and work. Mm -hmm. I'm Mr. Workaholic, and his life is not balanced right now. I'll just say it. But I can't call him out on that because you can't listen to your older brother. Come on, (laughs) really? I don't know anything. Um, Right. So then he, he goes so and, and texts me last night and says, "Oh hey Scott, uh, um, we're not going to be there this Sunday, so I hope that's not a big deal." Mm. And I'm like, "You RSVP'd to our post-wedding party that is for our family to spend <laughs> to, to spend time with us and the close friends of ours that aren't coming that, that couldn't come to the crazy ski wedding in Canada. You know, right, that, that was right. a destination event. Like this is right. to bring this families together family. and celebrate. Yeah, what is more important than that?" Right, oh, out of alignment. And I was like, I was like, at first, I was gonna lose my shit, and (laughs) and I try and tell people that I've gotten better at that. I'm like, I'm sorry, this is. I was surprised to get as pissed off as I was. Uh, Yeah. But I was like, no, this is stress, Scott. Don't let the stress in. Yeah. Let it dissipate. There's got to be something big going on. Yeah. And I reached out to him, and he didn't really tell me, other than. Uh, we're just go, go, go too much right now. And honestly, we just want to be home with Hannah. You know, Hannah's our, my niece and, right. and spend time on Sunday. Sundays are our time to be together. And I said, if you feel that that's more important, I, I respect that. I don't agree yeah. with it. Right. <laughs> I was like, right. it's, it's an afternoon party from one to four. All you yep. got to do is show up. So anyway, <laughs> I could keep going about that. But I, I, my point is, is that why are we doing all of this? Why do we work yeah. so hard? Why do we chase the money? This this is something that I've learned over the years. I'm like, I'm not perfect at this either. There's no such thing as perfection. I think you and I can agree on that.
1: Totally, right? oh my god. Oh yes, my god, everybody no is searching system. for perfection.
0: The word should never have been created. There, no. There is perfection in imperfection, okay? Yes. We're supposed to make mistakes. We're supposed yes. to shit the bed. We're supposed to fuck a company up and crash and burn and have to start from nothing, okay? <laughs>
1: Sorry, that's where the most
0: powerful lessons come from, right? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. I I, mean, you sharing the fact to the world that you literally almost ended things. I did. I can't even fathom that. And I was like, but look what you learned from that. Yes. But most importantly, especially in the past year of this show, you're – providing something that i have now i'm now moving more to the forefront a year and a half ago i started seeing mindset really be even though we talk about health business lifestyle mindset mindset was everything coming up on the shows now i'm really geeking out about legacy Mm. and i'm like you know what guys what is the legacy that we're leaving behind to our fellow mankind or the people that are important to us in our lives yeah and you're doing that you're being completely truth transparency you got half naked photos on Instagram that's why, people if you're hearing this i mean you can check her out on Instagram <laughs> <laughs> she's got nothing to hide uh I i'm surprised my they fiance haven't sh- takes them mostly. Su- no it's hot yeah uh i'm surprised There's they there. haven't shut you down yet I mean, isn't there a, I don't know. Is there oh a yeah. Well,
1: that? as long as you're not showing like actual good. No nips. Yeah. No nips. Like, nip. yeah, no goods. Yeah, nip. yeah, no yeah. no nothing like that. Yeah. <laughs> very, very tastefully, strategically. Yeah. But that's why, that's why I kind
0: of threw that story in real quick. Not to hijack yeah. or anything, but I, I want to make sure you and I are getting some proper bonding on here because yeah. more people need to be reminded, like, listen, Scott's not some crazy, perfect fitness dude. I can collapse the lung because I'm a no. jackass. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I can have, I'm probably going to show some amazing photos of our wedding party this weekend. And guess what? My own brother's not going to be there. Okay. So, yeah. Dude, shit happens. It I mean, does. I could get pissed and angry and then my gut can get all pissed off because I'm stressed right. out. And then it's going to exactly. affect my sleeping habits. And then I could wake up the next day and then I'm completely brain fogged because I've allowed that yeah. stress to manifest and it's fucking my brain up. Like, yes. this is what we're talking about. It's all Mindset.
1: Tied it, so I love that you brought up mindset and legacy. That's actually what the, the core thing we work, I work on with all of my clients is mindset often and legacy. A lot of people come to the work because of legacy. Sure. They want to lose weight. Sure. You know, they want to improve a health condition, but what they're really concerned about, neither of those things is powerful enough to make us do a bedtime ritual or to make us like change our diet. The thing that's really powerful is, am I going to be around for my kids? Am mm-hmm. I going to be around for my family? What kind of example am I leaving? Am I going to keep being the obese one in my family who dies of diabetes or a heart attack like way too young?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Or am I going to be the one that changes this in the family line? And that's me. yes, my, right? My and
0: father, my father just got out of the hospital a couple weeks ago. He's a, he's a, he became type 2 diabetic. 15 years mm-hmm. ago because of his, yep. I'm living the way we grew up on the farm. He's not. Mm. Anymore. I'm like, dad, I'm just doing what you taught me as a kid. It's not that hard. Wow. He literally said again today on the phone. I talked to him over the phone. He's like, well, you know, he's like, yeah, he's like, you know, your mom and I really just been cutting back on, you know, the eggs and just, we're too busy. We just, we just hit the cereal and the and the bananas and the fruit in the morning. I'm like, so you're still doing sugar plus sugar plus sugar. Yeah. Don't, don't get me going. Oh my God. Yeah. Oh my God. Does anybody I, in the family see what I'm doing? Yeah. <laughs> like but you can ignore everything that comes out of my mouth. Just see what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah.
1: But there is such powerful connection between mindset and food. Mm-hmm. And um, it's it's all of that dopamine. There's the meaning we assign to things, right? Yeah. And so people really struggle. It seems so obvious to us, Um And I don't, I don't like, was it because you wanted your health to be different? What was your initial motivation for wanting this path?
0: Admittedly, I I think I've let this slip into the, by the way, are you good at going more time here? Because I know we're past the official time slot, but I mean, are you going into another show? I don't know. Oh yeah, I'm totally good. Okay, good. I don't give a shit. No, Uh, no, I'm good. We go long form all the time. Uh, But I've I've shared it on other, I've shared on other episodes before. Like I, again, I really, I I thank podcasting. That it's allowed me to come even. I just don't care. I say anything. I mean, my wife, she's yeah. like, you just talk about anything, don't you? I'm like, I really don't care anymore. She's like, stop <laughs> so talking about stop talking about me on the show. And I'm like, sorry, babe, you're a part of my life. Deal with it. Yeah. Um, I was like, one day maybe you'll come on. She's like, when you're as good as Joe Rogan. Oh, come on.
1: come on, you already are.
0: <laughs> I sorry, I don't got Joe's clout. So that's right. She finds Joe hot. I don't know what it is. So you know, have him as a guest, and he, then she'll be exactly. Your I'm like he's sexy in his own way. I'm like I don't have <laughs> I don't have that Rogan uh, uh feeling. I don't know. And honestly, you know what I told her, I was Like, listen, I'm gonna go build one of those red light saunas, and then I'll be cool, right? Because then I got yes. one of his toys. You know, anyway. my fiance is building me one of those. I'm really excited. <laughs> <sighs> one step at a time. Um, yeah, that's right. But, but to answer your question. It, I, I, I never really fully traced it, but right. most of it I can look back at, I just saw, I, nowadays I look back and I appreciate how we grew up. But there was mm-hmm. times where there was struggle. There was times where, I, I, I tell people, especially entrepreneurially, you as an entrepreneur get this, mm-hmm. I saw how my father struggled and there was times of bankruptcy and stuff like that and he always rebuilt mm-hmm. the company. Mm-hmm. And I looked at that and I'm like, I want nothing to do with this shit. Like, this looks mm-hmm. god awful. So I chased mm-hmm. corporate world. I went worked my ass off. I was making more money than my friends. I didn't wow. know I didn't know what the hell I was doing with it and I was flushing it right down the damn shitter cuz I didn't have the mindset. There's, there's a money mindset that goes with yeah. the money. I had to develop that. Um, yep. we've talked about that in the past shows. So I think yep. I was going through that phase uh, especially in my 20s where I was like trying to distance myself from things that I knew weren't working. Right. And I didn't do go about it the right way because right. It's not my parents It's not my parents' fault. They didn't know right. that they weren't passing on all the right things. They were just doing what they could do with what they had. Exactly. Um, so don't hold people to a negative accountability factor. But it's totally. like totally blame right?
1: doesn't serve anything. Yeah.
0: So I mean, now granted, mm-hmm. I'm 41 now, so I got a little bit more of a clue. If you talk to yeah. if, you, if you talk to my wife, not that much. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> it, it, yeah, I got enough to get by. All right. So I show more appreciation to that, and yeah. I. I've had to gain more patience. Like again, I could be yeah. completely flipped about my bro right now, but I'm not. I, I gotta let it yeah. go, I have to let that go. My parents, totally. I can't help them. It's their yeah. choice, it's their lives. All I can do is keep trying to set an amazing example. That's why I've always been a nutball with my health and fitness. That's why yeah. when I got a clue that corporate life wasn't working, and I, I decided I was gonna be the first person in my family to get a degree, I went and paid mm. my own way and got my degree. Am yep. I using it? No. I'm sorry. No, I'm not. College doesn't doesn't teach you shit about entrepreneurship. I have a degree in marketing, I do marketing. (laughs) I don't know what the hell they taught me but because everything I'm doing now is nothing what they taught me you'll appreciate that you're a a communications major or audio engineer or whatever yeah
1: audio engineer but the only f I ever got in college was in marketing and now that's how I've grown my business like I'm an excellent marketer
0: yeah I was gonna say your Instagram crushes mine so uh I'll take a few lessons from you uh maybe I'll start posting some half nakedness Uh, you
1: know what that's not why I grow I'll be honest I'm just I know people always think oh if I was just we always think if, the, if like I was better looking or if I was this or I was that and it's so not like that you do have an Again? amazing
0: smile though doesn't matter yes, I mean I, I don't care if it was you know before the transformation or after like it's there it, <laughs> thank you it, all thank you did you. was unveil it more because you became you started owning who you were I totally yeah. Yeah.
1: totally so what I love about your story is I think those of us who are able to make the leap from uh, the foods we love, for example, because we're talking about, you know, your parents love cereal. Like they try, people try to make better choices by making small reductions, but they can't give up their crutches. Mm-hmm. It's often because they don't have that powerful enough. Why? Um, it, their mindset isn't there. They don't understand what's actually at stake, which is why I know we had some like, kind of downer moments. But I think for those who are really struggling, it's time to get super real. Mm-hmm. Not it is never you wanting to be a certain dress size or look a certain way in your clothes. It's never going to be power eno- powerful enough to create change. No. The thing that's going to create change is there's something you want out of life and the current size and health condition is keeping you from living that or living as long as you want to be there for your kids or for whatever. For whatever. So it's, I think it's really powerful that folks like you and my, like myself who are out there being super transparent that it is not easy. Every single day mm-hmm. we have to choose to do this, but it does get easier with practice repetition and remembering why the hell this matters so much to oh, us yeah.
0: do you think it's easy getting out podcasts twice a week
1: hell no, no.
0: i know i used to have I mean, a it's podcast. been over two and a half years now and i never thought i would start the I, I didn't lose the passion but like with the wedding everything in march i'll admit it I, yeah. I i got a little lackadaisical there was so much yeah. going on i had to transfer some power into some yeah. other areas there's only so much you can balance Sorry, you're human. And I felt really guilty when I was on my hospital bed and I'm like, oh shit. Like, I'm trying to pull my laptop out and work and stuff. And my one buddy's like, dude, don't you have like loyal fans of the show that like literally rock your stickers and like give you cool like light up wood art and stuff? Shout out to James of Endurance Woodworking, the man. Um, That's so rad. Or my boy Brian Strausser of Strausser Project. Like, I got, I got, you know, a couple of those loyal fans that just send you shit. And it's like, I was like, they're like, they don't give a shit. Like, if anything, it's probably helping, showing some vulnerability. And yes. I had to be—I literally, I'm the guy who always trying to preach to people get more vulnerable. And I'm like, all right, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta eat my own shit. <laughs> you know?
1: But it's a—it's practice. That's the thing. Is like I have this Instagram following, but uh, I've been too busy to post. I I posted every single day for two years. So In the past couple of weeks, I have not had time. I'm so focused on.
0: Well, your content's up there, there though. Stuff. Yeah. yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah. But it's really learning how to give ourselves Oh yeah, wisdom. April.
0: Hold on. Let, let's be truthful yeah. and transparent right here on we yeah. on YouTube. Your <laughs> your most recent two posts are April 30th. Yep. All right. Yep. I love it. You're being honest, I but was- you have a ton of content though. You have
1: Oh my God. Five, so over other. 500
0: posts. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You ha- people have plenty to go back and look at. Don't worry about it, people. <laughs>
1: totally. And I still pop on on stories, some, but that was the big thing I had to learn. And, and even it's learning balance. It's learning that I only have X amount of time in the day. Right. And I care so much about not just everything I put out for free, but also how I'm serving my clients. And I have to make time for myself because if I don't, I am the self care. Like I teach body confidence, self care, and self love. And I believe the definition of self love is making your mental, emotional, and physical well being your top priority. Mm. I feel really like that's the definition of love because anyone we love, that's what we want for well, them. That's what we well. were
0: just talking about, right? You you kind of hinted yeah. about you can pay for a lot of this, but I was kind of joking around about how to make how to do it without making money or spending money. Yeah. It's like okay, something as simple as circadian rhythm. Okay, yes. Pick pick a time at night and be consistent with it. That's when you go to bed. You get the blackout drapes, or, or you know what? Trash bag it. I don't care. You want to get a little ghetto with it? Get a little ghetto with it. Duct tape and trash bags, baby. Block, they work. Block the light out. You say, yep. you know what? I'm going to be in bed by 11 o'clock. I'm going to stop looking at my iPhone or iPad or TV from 10 to 11. Or you know what? Try start maybe 10.30 to 11 p.m. But the circadian yep. rhythm requires a consistent t- life cycle of if you can't get eight hours, maybe it's 11 to four. Maybe you're a nutball. I don't know. Yeah. But like, okay, then be consistent. The brain wants that.
1: Totally.
0: Your rest and recovery right there. Now, you, are geeking, you and I are geeking about nutrition, but to your Sweet. point, it's a balance. You have how you feel your body, how you rest and recover the body. Then you have exercise. Like you were talking about the gym earlier. Dude, exercise is a terrible way to lose weight. That's, totally. That, that's a conditioning component. That has yes. nothing to do with it. It's that comes yes. later.
1: Preach. Yeah, yeah. The number one habit I start babes with when they start working with me is a sleep
0: ritual. You say babes. You, yeah, you babes. Call, my program. You call your babes. You are, I like it.
1: Yeah, because my program. Oh well, yeah, you. that's right. Agree. You're.
0: Hold on. Yeah, hold on a second. More <laughs> screen sharing, people. Her Facebook group. I, sh- I should have realized that. The Babe Syndicate. <laughs> Self-love yeah. plus weight loss for successful women. Babe syndicate, people. All right. Yeah. Yes. And the
1: the program is called You Are a Babe. You and so, a babe. yeah. And it's so fun. I've got this gold ring on its way that just says, uh, I don't have it yet. I wish I had it today. It just says, babe. Nice.
0: <laughs> so, I I'm like doing- it, though. You're, you're rocking it. B, maybe I should get like a big... Big ring that says fuel up or something because I have you should. (laughs) I've been using that to my new hashtag. I've been doing that a lot more because I have I got custom Yeti mugs done and I had the logo on one side. The the, the, the new coffee mugs say just fuel up on it because oh my god, I love it! It could be fuel up on your mindset, fuel up on your nutrition, fat is fuel, sleep is fuel. I don't care, just fuel the hell up. I mean, listening to this podcast, fueling up on the energy, the mindset, the legacy, right? So,
1: totally yes 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 the 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 things that you're talking about creating health and confidence it's not about complicated stuff. I mean, mm-hmm. you and I we can nerd out, but the stuff we're talking about it's so advanced, but at, at the very core, it's mastering the basics my mm-hmm. have, have I slept enough? have I drank enough water? Is the food I'm eating full of nourishment and not full of toxins? Mm-hmm am I eating the right amount for my body or am I using food to cope with life, right? True. It's like if you honor those four things, you will drop all the weight. The, the, your body will get to a healthy set point weight. You'll look amazing. The photos that you are were showing, that's me at a healthy set point
0: weight.
1: Yeah. Now I'm so healthy, plus my mindset is healthy. When I look in the mirror, I used to think like most women, Oh my God, I'm so disgusting. Right now, when I look in the mirror, the very first thought is like, dang, girl, you look good. What kind of eyeshadow do you want to wear today? <laughs> like, I love dressing myself up. That's awesome. But it, it was a, I had to practice it yeah. because the self talk is just habit like anything else. But now that the mindset is there, which is like the lead, I feel like that's the number one thing to deal with first. Or moving into action like food or anything like that but once you have mindset and the basics handled the sleep the food the water whatever yeah the weight falls off and then what you and i are doing because like i too am a cycling fanatic like i just finished an indoor ride like before i hopped on with you
0: oh i spent um, six years teaching spinning yeah oh i'm a spin instructor too i don't ah, teach shout out. for me air oh my high, God. high five air high <laughs> five
1: we are such nerds i love it yeah But what we're doing, you know, we've achieved such a level of health and we've mastered the basics. Then it's fun to take your body to the next level. It's like, well, what kind of physique can I build now? Not, oh, I'll feel better about myself when I'm a certain physique. It becomes play, which is why you and I get to nerd out. So I think that's really important for folks, maybe especially if it's the first time hearing this, you don't have to be good at all these complex things that we like to nerd out on. It's really about the basics. If you would just get really clear about your why, mastering the basics can truly change your life if you let it.
0: Can I drop you a, a quote for your babes?
1: Of course.
0: So I don't know if some somebody might have used this one, but I, I can't remember. But I've been using it like crazy lately because it's so common. But what you're explaining to people, and I, this is keeps this has been coming up a lot in the past year on the show. When I, I hear stuff like this, I'm like Boom, here it is again. We are all just at a different place on the timeline. Mm. So you have to make it work for where you're at in the timeline. You and I are at the geeking out nerd level on the timeline. (laughs) We've made it worse. We've had so much fun with the transformation that now we're like in the super geek mode like science and (laughs) biology and and gut health. Dude, people hearing this who are beginners do not to be, you can't jump right to the nerd mode. Sorry guys. We'd love to have you. We want you here. But you got to be realistic with the timeline. Just like totally. entrepreneurship, it takes yeah. years to succeed. These years. people who think they're going to be millionaires in six months—sorry, guys. I mean, oh. if you if you are a crazy weirdo that was that happened to nail it, the problem yep. with the, the problem with the quick win is you didn't learn anything yet. No. So the, the problem—that's why lottery winners all lose their money. The people yeah. they haven't learned the money mindset. So you got to right. you got to understand, but also respect. The timeline necessary. So, yeah. yeah, hell
1: yeah, and like we could do a whole other podcast on money. I love talking about money too. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause, but because always- I, su- I sucked at it,
0: like I, I'm thinking I did- my my wife grew up with a very good money mindset. Her father That's was awesome. a, is a former retired CFO, oh, accountant. Wow. Like her mom was the controller of the family's construction company. Wow, they got their shit together. I mean, yeah. And then there's me. Like I go meet her, and she's like, "You have you have money on a credit card." I'm like, yeah. What's your point? She's like, you're freaking, you're freaking me out. I'm like, yeah. what do you mean? I was like, she's got like a fifty thousand dollar limit credit card, and she can't let like five hundred dollars sit on it for more than thirty days. It's, it's, that's like me. She's brought up. It's paid off instantaneously. Nothing gets carried over. And I, me I, mean, it's so impressive. So I've, she's, she's. I mean, we're moving to that. Like I, 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 by, if everything goes well, by the end of this year, we both should just have school debt, and that's it. Yeah. That, yeah that, that's a huge that's
1: move. so good. And dude,
0: and she's a smart chick, dude. She went to Cornell. She went to wow. UPenn. She's a double doctorate. I mean, like, I was like, yeah, I don't know how the hell I found her. Uh, holy <laughs> smoke. Yeah. She's a doctor of uh, large animal veterinary medicine and doctor of chiropractic for animals. So, holy
1: smoke. Yeah. That's amazing. Right? And also carries a lot of school debt. So, that's amazing how far you yeah, guys have yeah, come. Don't
0: give yeah, check this out, dude. She only owes like 50 grand. <laughs>
1: I love that she should have
0: so much more. I'm like, she's, yeah, it's ridiculous. I'm like, I was like, I "I still have 50 grand of school debt. she's like, yeah, you need to get your shit together.
1: (laughs) I love it. Yeah. I got all that stuff paid off. When I life started to change, I was able to pay off all my debt, but it was be from the exact same stuff that I was applying to my body. So many of the times I'm telling the women that like, you may be coming here for weight loss, but i'm telling you the way we do one thing is the way we do most things mm-hmm. and when you start taking care and truly loving your body you start to want to take care of everything in your life yep. i mean we've, we've had women in the program who came in they could it was all they could do to like pay tuition and then they're making 24 grand in 3 months like one woman she can't stop talking about it but it was because of the mindset work And uh, other people are finding their romantic partners when before they were just like dating riffraff because they didn't love and appreciate themselves. They They weren't attracting the the
0: right the right components to their life. You know, I mean, I I will say it's weird movie, weird book, Law of Attraction, The Secret, all that stuff. I I literally go back and listen to that Secret book at least once a year because I I, I, I just do it just to see if it means anything different because in the beginning it was hokey as shit. Yeah, like. What is this silly horse crap? And, um, <laughs> yeah. but there's legit components. There's still some weird shit. I mean, I'm like, what totally. dude, all right. But like physics <laughs> and everything else, but it's true, dude. Like if, if nothing else, just think about the energy you're giving off to other right. people around you. And I tell you people, time, feel it. Yeah, I, you, I love the famous quote, uh, you know, you're the product of the five people you spend most time with Jim Rohn. Yes. I've used it forever. It's so dude. simple and true. That's why communities yep. like yours, you get the babe syndicate, right? Like I have a yep. fuel tank. I, I'm just, even if people don't even participate, but they can, yep. if they start seeing a few posts that are po- always positive because like mm-hmm. there's enough negative horse shit out there in, in the social media feeds, right? Totally. Choose what you're allowing in. Okay. Choose what you're allowing in.
1: <laughs> so key. Yeah. I use that exact quote as part of how I constructed my program and hmm. that it, it's so community based. We meet every single morning for what I call feel good 45. Ooh, nice. And that's exactly why it's all mindset work, visualization. We're being vulnerable together every single morning. And, and then we have people who've graduated and saying free of, you are a babe and you are a babe for life. And that's it. That's the only two things I offer because we really are the sum of the five people we spend the most time with. And it's so important to stay in the energy of healing and people who are a little bit delusional with you, who believe that the impossible is possible. When you're in that energy, you bring it into reality. So, yes, you and I, we like nerd out on everything together. Yeah. We're on the same wavelength like we I thought some
0: fun that it. So yeah, it was. I can't believe you don't have a podcast anymore.
1: I know, but there is
0: there's only so many domains that we can conquer. And if you found yeah. if you found the right platforms and vehicles that fit for your babe syndicate and everything else you're doing, then it makes yeah. perfect sense. That just means you can guest star on shows like mine and other people. And I too. love that. Get I love
1: from. being on everybody else's show. But yeah, Instagram takes it's like all the bandwidth I have. It's a lot of energy to put out content every day on Instagram.
0: I've I. I, I yeah, one of my clients, we do that for them. He he's like he's in his sixties, but he's got a great following. He's like, I don't want to figure out the IG thing. He's like, just he, he literally will take a photo and and text it to me. He's like, could you have your can you have your team put this up? And I'm like, it's already on your phone. Like you literally, and you have the app on your phone because you look at your feed and you yeah. you, you he, like he, so out of purity, he does all the commenting and DMing. Right, so he's using right. the app, but he says he doesn't know how to use the app. But he uses the app, but he won't post. Oh my god, that's hilarious! He's never posted to his that's Instagram. That's so page. funny. A crack up. I'm like, takes courage. I was like, listen, my team are happy to help you grow your brand, but I, it's, you still make me laugh my ass off. I'm like, you can you can comment and you can DM, but you won't post. Okay. He is like I'm not so gonna. Funny. I don't want to know about the hashtag strategy. I don't want to make sure the image is cropped right or or zoomed out. Or he's like, you guys. Are, you, he's like, you guys are good at it. Just do your thing. So. <laughs> <laughs> and it's great oh because God, like we. I mean it. when when I when they got when the last the last chick left and my team came on, he only had like a couple thousand followers and he's over fifteen thousand now. So
1: that's I, amazing. I never,
0: never never boosted one post. All organic. So. so good, yeah. We just yeah, had, we just had our one year anniversary uh, two weeks ago. So
1: so good. Yeah. It's a ton of work. So it that's,
0: is. That's I don't even have fifteen thousand followers. <laughs> yeah, but I'll do it for other people.
1: <laughs> Organic growth of followers. It is. It's a labor of love, truly. Because that's the way mine's grown too. But I mean, it is just like your podcasting. Our work. Every day consistency, even when you don't want to do it. Nope.
0: And I tell people like you're gonna have the highs and lows. Like for some strange oh, reason, an algorithm changes, and all of a sudden your podcast downloads like shit tank, and then yes. all of a sudden they're climbing again. Can't explain it. Nope. I'm like, I don't care. I didn't do this for the downloads. Like literally, I had like it was like thousands, and then went to hundreds. And I'm like, what the hell just happened? Did I say the wrong? <laughs> did, did I did I use the f bomb too much? I mean, no. Like no one gives a shit about that. Uh, no. Nope. It's just there, there's, algorithm. There's, and also, there's. Thousands and thousands of new shows launching all the time. All the time. The the game and the game here is who's gonna play the long game. That's right. And I think that's part and of what we talk about today. Don't. Right. Most like your your don't. fans, your babes. This is the long game, people. This is your life. Yeah. Right? We're not playing the short game here.
1: There's it's- no this is not like a 30 day fix. No. It's a lifestyle. And it's the same with our businesses. Mm-hmm. I've been doing just this for three years, but I've been learning business since 2004 and doing online startup strategy and like Same businessy business, right?
0: When it when it clicks and it feels right, then it's like holy shit! Like Live the Fuel yeah. started as a Facebook page with a a, a hokey flame logo because I. <laughs> <laughs> and as a marketing guy, I want to kick my own ass. Actually, I be keep meaning I want to bring back all the variations of my old logos and post that on Instagram. Like, see, guys, I don't have a clue either uh, to, yep. where, to where it is today. Where literally you got people making stuff out of it, which um, is so rad. Right? Oh my god, I love it. Yeah. so I, rad. I, I, I had I had to message him because I'm like, dude, he's. I was like the the LED strips that you installed inside of this handmade wood. He literally carved that. My flame. <sighs> it, that's a floating piece of wood. Like, I got to turn. Hold on, I got to turn off for you.
1: So rad. Oh my gosh.
0: Can you oh, still see I it? Mean,
1: yeah, so the light comes up behind it.
0: He has a band of LEDs around the outer inside lip. But that- Holy smoke. This came from like, you take a slice of a log. Yeah.
1: And then he carved that out of the it. The
0: flame is carved out of the center of the, of the cookie of the tree. Like I'm just, I am so
1: ready for super fans. <laughs> right?
0: It's like, I was like, and he, he, this is his third rendition. The other two blew up. Oh, yeah. Are you I, kidding I me? I visited his love. woodworking studio, and I saw one of my flames, like, laying in shrapnel, and he's like, he's like, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> but he he delivered it as a wedding gift, well, for me, and then he made a uh, Wow. Hold on.
1: Wow anybody listening, I love gifts. James is
0: getting so much love today. So <laughs> so, so, then, good. so then James made this, M for Mulvaney, my last name, out Holy of, look at, that, no. that, there's, there's the bark. A piece of wood. Yeah. He, this is what he does. He hand carves signs and stuff for people. Endurance wow. woodcraft.
1: Wow. Yeah.
0: That like, is incredible. And he wrote in the back, he's like, may you have more happy, loving, and healthy years together than the rings in this tree. Bet, oh my gosh! Best James Walker, uh, three seventeen nineteen because we got married on St. Patrick's Day. So
1: that's amazing. I have so much was... cool
0: shit. I, I I gotta find the time to hang it. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. So rad. Yeah. For but me, like, it's all the he, he's unicorns the same in he's, my background. <laughs> he, he's the same thing. He's a full time engineer, and then he he and I were shooting the shit one day because we, we 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 sweat together CrossFit. We haven't worked out in a while. And right. he, he, he's like, Hey man, I gotta talk to you one day about like entrepreneurial stuff. And we, he's like, Hey, Hey, how do I start an LLC? You know, the you know, cool. stuff that I just like, I could just, like, I, yeah. I, I literally just, I just bought another, uh, tax ID the, uh, a few weeks ago <laughs> cause I'm launching my own 501 C3. And it's like, you know, cause now it's like, Oh, I just do that in my sleep. But right. to your totally. point, I didn't know how to do that four years ago. I started a Facebook right. page just so I could start pushing motivational content. Cause I didn't know what I was going to do with live the fuel. You know, yep. you don't know I where something's going to go.
1: No, I bought the being badass domain back in like 2009 or 2010. I had nice. no idea what I was going to do with it. But, but that's a great this- domain. It's
0: so great. I mean, you, no. I'm, I'm, I'm a little jealous. <laughs> like, I, I, it was not that easy for me. I started mine like in yeah. 14, but I had, yeah. I had to, uh, what the hell did I, oh, fuck. I literally took a wall and took post-its and then wrote every key word that meant something to me or in my life on every Post-it to try and figure out my brand.
1: That's and amazing. every
0: time I came up with a couple of good ideas, I'd, I'd go on GoDaddy. I'm like, shit, somebody owns it. Okay, let's <laughs> keep going. And then yeah. I, so I came up with, I was like, you know what, wait a minute. When I was firefighting out west, one of my lifestyle quotes was from Ernest Hemingway, and it was, live life to the fullest. Mm. So I was like, well, I want that. So I played around with those words and my words and firefighting and fire, I want a fire in it. Obviously fire in the logo and mine's mine's white and blue because those are two of the hotter spectrums of fire. This is beyond orange, beyond yellow fire and red fire, like blue, it's like like the stars in the universe, right? They burn white hot, blue hot. Anyway, so my statement, actually live the fuel is an acronym. It actually stands for live the fired up epic life.
1: Oh, so I love it. That's,
0: that's how it all started. But I'm like, this is too much shit. And then over the years it just kept it just became live the fuel. and it's still yeah. there defined on the site and everything, but it's like it just became so a slogan. Rad. But like these are those little things that like, you don't know. Like we don't yeah. you don't know what being being badass. Again, mm-hmm. score on the domain. But I you know. know you, did you know you're going to have a babe syndicate community for self love and weight loss? No,
1: and that one like babes get syndicate when that came to me like this is so rad.
0: Yeah, which <laughs> by the way, also again, uh, ladies and gentlemen, she has no marketing education.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Only self marketing.
0: Self taught. All right. <laughs> I tell people that all the time. Like I, I'm not. I'm not trying to you know talk down on university education. Obviously, I went. Right. You know, I have a Bachelor's of Science because I studied psychology Ooh. while doing marketing. But So good. Uh, and I tell people, like, I appreciate the structure and it taught me to stay focused and learn. That's mm-hmm. what I got out of it. Uh, yep. But I had to pay in my own way. I was going on yep. nights and weekends as an adult student. Uh, yep. And the stuff that I still use to this day, though, that I can thank is the psychology, actually. That's yeah, I wish I I had done that. I never, that's why I'm such a geek now, is really thanks to that. But you don't have to go to college, you don't have to go to a university to figure this shit out.
1: No, you just have to have the discipline. It's determination, Mm -hmm. really, it's dogged determination and never giving up. Like, there was a time when this was first starting where I was still working those 16 hour days, but there's that point where you can't lose the balance anymore. No. Like you have to rebalance, you can't build something sustainably. So now I walk my talk. So like I definitely build self-care in, but self-care is as much of part of my day as anything else. It has to be structured. But they're long days, because mm-hmm. I am. This is it. This is my life. This is what I care about. So I fully get it. Being fully invested, making yourself do those posts. <laughs> we're,
0: gonna, we're gonna have to like schedule a future show and have you come back on, and we can geek out about money mindset behind everything oh. we discussed today as like a, a like a follow up episode or something. We've done this for would a few other cases. love that. So because uh, like when I, when I when I really connect with people and I. I would like to think we connected, uh, I, we did, (laughs) we have, I mean, it seems like it, uh, I, I really feel that there needs to be some follow up content and, and I think the money mindset is something important that people need to understand. It it truly is a key component to that healthy lifestyle understanding because it does impact things like eating or sleep. All right. I, I can be an example of that. I've always stressed out about money because I allowed it to be a crutch. I did yeah. not know that I can control it and I can own it. Like, own your money, people. Own it. Yep. <laughs>
1: yep. And a lot of the time our fears are the belief that we don't have enough hmm. when really we have so much more than we often realize. Hmm. But because we don't want to look at it, it's just going out in all the wrong ways. And, and yeah, we'll, we'll put a pin in it and have another conversation because I feel a lot of the time my girls, uh, my babes who I get to work with, when I hear them saying I don't have enough, it's often saying I don't think I am enough, mm-hmm. especially because most of the women I work with are entrepreneurs yeah. and it's saying I am not enough. I don't have enough capacity to bring this into my life or and often we're able to find money to take care of themselves. Like I love the money conversation. Cause I feel like it's so intrinsically linked to self care well, and
0: self worth. A lot of people use money as an excuse not to really get hardcore into their health and nutrition. Like whether it be supplementation totally. or those cleaner foods, organic, it's expensive. Right. But it's like, wait a minute. If you can own your money, you've like, think about this. You wipe out your debt. Now you don't need the high paying salary job. Cause That's you've right. just actually given yourself a raise. People don't yep. think about it that way if you've yep. always had a credit card debt and then it's gone and you never allow it to hold you back again whatever yep. that whatever that monthly/annual payment was is now considered a raise because it was never there before you've given yeah. it back to yourself you've literally promoted yourself oh yeah Your we, we whole could have a real
1: life changes yeah oh my god i love talking money cuz it's so liberating when you feel knowledgeable and safe talking about it and looking at it when the taboos are gone, I'm telling you from experience, your life changes when you become debt free.
0: It is. And, uh, uh, we talked a lot about that with, uh, what was her name? Kayla, Kayla craft. Uh, the, mm. the, her brand is, uh, hold on. Google it. I do my site. Mommy millionaire. Oh, the mommy. Mil- yeah. The mommy millionaire blueprint. She was, I like, she like was, her. She was a nurse. And uh, now she was connected in the network marketing world, but mm-hmm. I don't care if she chose that as a business platform. Who cares? Yeah, she turned herself into a mommy. Her brand is Mommy Millionaire, and yeah. and, and, and very big on, on self image, confidence, everything else. So, yeah, it's pretty powerful. Yeah, stuff.
1: I have zero issue with direct marketing. Yeah. What I do have issue with is just people in direct marketing not teaching people business who are yeah. new. But when you have a great mentor like um, I think Kate Northrop Kate is really good. She does mm-hmm.
0: yes, I know the name. Madonna. Yep. Yeah.
1: and um, and I do Beauty Counter. You yeah. know, Beauty Counter is a wonderful company. Really changing. I've got the, a, I've got a side hustle in partner. Isogenics. Yep. See, actually, that's great where stuff. That's,
0: that's where Kyla's is from. I didn't even realize until I had her on the show. Anyway, I was like, I was like, so what are you using? She's like, Isogenics. I was like, oh, no kidding. No shit. I was, like, yeah. I, don't, I was like, I was like, I have it. I don't. I don't lead with it. It's right. not the core of my business. At one time, yeah. it was. And I'm like, yep. you know, what? it's always there. I don't. I, I, I've morphed. I don't use all the same products that I used to. Right. right. Like I, I'm into much more of the uh, free radical fighting and anti-toxicity yep. and all the stuff now. So I'm really much more geeked out. But yeah, it's like find what works for you. Right.
1: Yeah. And it's a great tool for someone who's never been an entrepreneur yeah. before. They have. I, I can really, thank them for that. It, really? Yeah. I had a great
0: coach and they taught me a lot about the business, which is what you're talking about. Yeah. It's and a
1: great place to get started as an entrepreneur, even if you don't stick with it. So yeah. I'm, and, and I've and remember, been
0: remember, Not everybody is into the business. So don't push right. it on them. All right? That's if people, right. If people just want to be healthy, let them be healthy. Yeah. They, they don't want a side hustle. Don't let them have a side hustle. And then you'll be be surprised because, like, all of a sudden, a year and a half later, the one you never thought would ask you, "Be like, hey, dude. So, like, I'm thinking about like doing the business," and I'll be like, "Okay, whatever." And then all of a sudden, like, no, I'm being serious. Like, I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind a little extra cash flow. And I'm like, "Well, (laughs) if you're serious, great." Because, but in the beginning, I didn't understand that. Like, I was like, "Listen, just lead by example, and let the people come when they want to come."
1: Exactly. You don't have to punch people in the face with anything you're doing for a living.
0: Please, yeah. <laughs> this is not, it's, uh, life is not an MMA fight, okay? It it's, is not. <laughs> well, listen, um, we have had a very long form episode. I thank you for all the freedom and the time you gave us today. Uh, we definitely have to have you back on. I'm not kidding you. And I would love it. Especially for your babes. But <laughs> listen, if you've listened to the other shows, I like to give you guys some of the final words. So we've talked about so much today. I know, uh, music, The show notes are gonna be funny. so much fun. Um, (laughs) what, I mean, what, how do you want to sum this all up? Is there an all encompassing message you want to leave behind here? Cause I don't know how to go with it. This is all you. Yeah.
1: For all of this, I don't know if there's an all encompassing message for our amazing conversation, but I know the big thing that I want people who I get the privilege of being in their world is I want you to know that whatever it is you're struggling with, for me, it was both health. It was confidence. It was thinking that no man would ever want to marry me if he knew like because I was so broken, right? So broken. And anything that it is that you want to create for your, for your body, for your life, for your health, it is absolutely possible, but you have got to have that dogged determination and faith that you can heal, that you you can move through this. And a big part of that is going to be who you are around. But above all of it, it's going to be your belief that you can succeed at it. So just like he and I, we were talking about in entrepreneurship, you have to have that dogged determination. You have to keep that focus in the faith and let go of the how. We get so stuck on the how, but you don't need to know the how. You just need to know that come hell or high water, you are doing this, damn it. And when you keep that, front and center, whatever you're struggling with in your relationships, in your life, in your money, in your heart, in your health, all of that can be overcome and I am living proof of that.
0: Powerful, thank you, wow. <laughs> thank See, you I, for I having knew, knew you me. That. Well listen, hang tight, I wanna give you a proper goodbye off the air. Ladies and gentlemen, okay, long form, We always do. I mean, honestly, it's always at least an hour, but we've had some that actually hit two hours. We didn't go that bad today. Uh, But I think we're approaching an hour and a half. So a lot of content. Please go back. Please rewind. That's the advantage of digital content. Uh, But again, beingbadass.com. Okay, that was Betty Jean Bell. Please uh, like, follow. Again, she might not have... The most current Instagram, that's only a couple weeks old, come on. But seriously, (laughs) (laughs) a lot of great content on there. I love it. It's very visual. It's very educational. Uh, And check out her Babe Syndicate, too, on the Facebook world. So, ladies and gentlemen, thanks for tuning in. Again, we're here to fuel your health, your business, your lifestyle. She definitely helped us do that today. And uh, stay tuned. We may have a follow-up show coming. So, Thanks for tuning in. And again, you too can live the fuel. We'll talk to you guys again soon.
1: Thank you for subscribing to Live the Fuel. Stay connected on Facebook, Twitter, and
0: Instagram at Live the Fuel. And remember, you too can live the fuel. So please visit us at LiveTheFuel.com.